friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, where friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, cry, and hug, friendship solid gold. My soul could whatever started a year ago. We share our stories, and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, AKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. So, how was your week? Anything going on? Um, well, I've been on TikTok a lot. A lot. I've been doing some lives on yes. TikTok. I think we should do some yes. Facebook and Instagram live soon. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. We're getting so, new internet. Um, we got, new, we got new internet. Oh, you did? We got, you know, Elon Musk, how he has. Yes. Um, this like satellite, whatever. Yep. It's called Telstar something. or something like that. Something. Um, well, we got that. We had to buy the supplies and because we're beta testers like until i think it's free until they start charging you know yeah because we tell we had to buy like the equipment was really expensive yeah that's cool how is it i haven't tried it yet it's still in the box (laughs) oh yeah we haven't set it up yet we haven't set it up yet but we haven't I think it'll be more consistent. I think it will be more consistent. And we are like at the lowest level of the high speed internet that we're on right now. And it's super expensive. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because you have have like the, I was going to say you have like the fiber optic or whatever. Yeah. We have fiber. Yeah. We got fiber when it first came out. And at first it was like super, super fast, like lightning speed. And then as time progressed, you know, it got a little slower and slower and slower. And now it's, it's still okay, but it's not lightning fast. Where are you getting your internet from? T-Mobile. Oh, I saw that they were offering that. So when we, like, when we do a speed, cause we have spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Oh. And you pay way too much a month for sure. what it is. Right. So half the time, what we do is tether from our phones anyway, because mm-hmm. our internet is so it, it's so inconsistent. Yeah, it probably depends on so, if people are on in the mm-hmm. neighborhood. They suck up the bandwidth. Exactly. Like this time of exactly. night, exactly. It's probably being sucked because it's like six o'clock and. Yeah. Right. Friday nights are horrible. Weekends are horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just so inconsistent. So this with T-Mobile, it's cheaper. It runs mm-hmm. off the five G networks. Which nice. when I do the speed test on the five G networks, it was double the speed okay. of Spectrum, and it's okay. thirty bucks less a month. That hey, that's a no brainer. You know what? We're gonna try it. They send us the equipment for free, and there's no contract. So if we don't like it, we can find something else. That was why I that's perfect. It. That's a no, that's a double no brainer. Double. Can I tell you something that's funny? Yeah, please. it might be inappropriate though. Okay, it's fine. I mean, if it's inappropriate, we can, you know. But I, I can remove it, but I'm probably not going to. So, Pete called last night to order it to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is the most excitement my week has had, by the way. Ordering <laughs> this new internet. <laughs> so he called last night. It was about eight o'clock. And on speakerphone and they answered and lovely, lovely woman with a very, very heavy accent. Mm -hmm. And so she asked him his name and he gave it to her and she said, oh, that is a wonderful name. What a wonderful name. And he said, well, thank you. So she asked where he was calling from. And he said, Maine. And she was like, huh? And she said, well, I'm in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, well, are you fa- are you familiar with, you know, the U.S. and, and 
you know, basically, basically the ge- geography of the U.S. Right, right, right. And she's like, oh, it has been my dream since I was a child to go to the United States. Oh. And so he said, well, well, we live in Maine, which is like the farthest northeast you can get. We're almost in Canada. And she was like, oh, what time is it there? And he told her. And then she asked him how long is a flight from the philippines to maine i don't know and he was like i don't i don't know he's like 14 hours 15 hours and then i said probably longer than that I, I, but i don't really i don't know i don't book those flights a lot right 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 oh. and then she said do you have any children where is this going this girl was this girl was ready to apply for her k1 visa i think she was like I'm going to find me a man answering these T-Mobile phone calls. Oh, my God. It was. I mean, she was super sweet. Also, he had a really hard time understanding what she was saying. Mm-hmm. So I think he agreed to, like, I think we're getting a home phone number for an extra $10 a month. Like, he was agreeing to stuff. And I'm like, you don't even know what you're agreeing to right now. Right. Because <laughs> you can't understand her. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to figure that out later. Yeah. She was so sweet. Like oh. really, really nice. And she it, was she was like, hitting on Pete hard. She was. She was. She was in it right from it. the get-go. Right from the get-go. She was like, that is a wonderful name. I'd like it to be my own one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It was so funny. Um, but that was our my excitement for the week. That's it. I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember what it is. Oh. And like, I'm bothered that I can't remember what it was. Was it about an episode, Uh, upcoming episode? I can't remember. TikTok. Oh, so if you guys didn't already know, we did this thing with Lance last week, last weekend. Where he was like, tell me you're an NSYNC fan without telling me you're an NSYNC fan. And so I did a video of all my, it wasn't even all my NSYNC merchandise, but it was like half of it. Bunch of it. Yeah. And my, and my license plate and all that. And I really was hoping that he would see it because so many people tagged him. But maybe he did see it and he's just like, eh, nah pass <laughs> i'll pass on that one you know i don't know i i just would love to have him on the podcast it would be amazing so it really it really would be yeah i if feel like it would be true. like a really good fit too it really would like we'd have so much to talk about i know so much to talk about like i would not be worried like what am i going to talk about you know what i mean i i have so much to ask him so much so much do you remember me, Lance, when you were coming out of the Hard Rock Cafe with your mom on Mother's Day? Do you remember? <laughs> I was wearing, wearing my Lance necklace. I was from wearing Claire's. my yes, and you looked at me, and then looked at my necklace, and looked at me, and said hi. I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't remember it because I couldn't believe I was standing that close to him. It was surreal. And then when Joey and Chris came down the line. And he was yep. like, are all the girls as tall as you in Maine? <laughs> <laughs> I just liked it when we said we were from Maine and he looked at us like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. We came, we came all the way down here to see you. We did. We did. And we stood in this line in the heat that we're mm-hmm. not used to. Right. Oh my God. It was hot. And JC just walked on by with his pen hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. And so did Justin. That pen was dangling like you were going to stop and sign some stuff. Mm, that's nope. what I was that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that's what's yep. gonna happen. And yep. Oh you just kept on walking. Yeah. JC. I also did a call out for 80s and well, no, not 80s and 90s, but NKOTB stories first. And then I'm gonna do one for 80s and 90s stories. Like, hey, mm. if you love the 80s and 90s, this is our podcast. We'd love to hear your stories. So we already got one story. Be on the lookout for it. We got one Yay. story that came in. So yay! I'm like super sniffly tonight. Oh, I hate it when my nose starts to run. Like you can feel it like coming down your nose. Are you cold? No, 
Oh, okay. It's really hot in here. So hot in oh, here. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so hot here. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Good gracious ass is bodacious. <laughs> That's the same so, song, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Yes, it is. Yep. I just ran it, ran the lyrics from my head. (laughs) Um, should we intro? Yeah, let's do it. All right. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. Hello. We're gonna read some stories today. Some 80s and 90s stories. We are. Our last 80s and 90s episode, we had Jeff Timmons. Just gonna say he's a national treasure. He's great. And he was amazing. What a great love guy. to have him on again. Absolutely. Or any other of the 98 degrees dudes. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening. We're open. Hit us up. We're open to that. We're open for business. Yes. O P E N. O P E N. Open. <laughs> Who's reading first? Are you reading first? Yes, you yes, are reading first. I'm going to read first. And awesome. the first story. I'm excited. I, this is a great story because you know how I feel about mm-hmm. this group. I do. I do. I have a beautiful, beautiful picture of them. That is it up yet? It is. It's on my wall right now. It's a gorgeous picture of them. And, and that would be Nelson. I can't live without your love in a fiction. I can just see the hair like, yes. like shaken. Yes. Yes. So this story is called Julie meets Matthew and Gunnar Nelson. I would love to meet them. I would love to meet them. I would love to have them on the podcast. Let me just. I was I, just going to say. I would die. I love, I I love if, Nelson. So if we could get them on the podcast, do you think that they would maybe sing us a song? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, like, honestly, there she I goes. feel like. Yes. No. Yes. That would be the song. I, the favorite song. I mean, I like After the Rain and I'm trying to think of the other. I like the whole album, but Love and Affection. Chef's, Chef's Kiss. Kiss. <laughs> Hi, my name is Julie, and I have an assortment of celebrity stories from going to the same high school as John Legend. What? Around the same time. He graduated in 1995. I graduated in 1993. To working awesome. out with Aaron Tippin. Meeting Joey Mack twice and a fantastic meet and greet with the Nelson brothers. I'll share my Nelson brothers story. I have loved the Nelson brothers ever since they aired with can't live without your love and affection. Their posters adorned my door alongside NKOGB. I bought their CD and the VHS of songs from the after the rain album. I never had the VHS. I bet that's gold. I bet it is. I got got to look for it. I look for it on eBay. It is one album I still love. I started off with Matthew being my favorite, but developed a deep respect for Gunner when I was in my 20s. In the early 2000s, Gunner had a blog, which I followed. I was looking at my journal from that time period and was surprised to discover journal entries about Gunner and a copy of the email that was sent to me when I emailed him. What? What? The email was received first and the journal entries followed. So this is the email. It's two... Ravenwing2675, that must have been AOL, from Nelson Life One. Very, very cool. That's awesome. Hello there. Thank you very much for your letter. Gunner was unable to answer personally due to constant touring, songwriting, and recording, but you can be sure that he greatly appreciated all your wonderful support. We are so glad to hear how much you enjoy Gunner's special inspirational messages. We certainly hope you'll continue to check out the website and keep up to date on everything Matthew and Gunnar are doing these days. Thanks again so much for all your support. Sincerely, the Nelsons and staff. That's so cool. She wrote, um, this is so absolutely ludicrous. I know that word is spelled wrong. It is almost impractical and perhaps a bit impossible. But what I would like more than anything would be to meet Gunnar Nelson a girl can dream, can't she? I would like the opportunity to be able to talk to him face to face. He has to be one of the most fascinating people to me. I am not 
talking about a crush on a famous person. I'm talking about the man's intellect. He writes some of the most intriguing things on his message board on his website. I know in high school, I used to have a crush on the group, especially his twin brother, Matthew. I still continue to like their music to this day. I don't have any of their current CDs, but their first album continues to have an impact on me. Oh, well, my parents would probably tell me to get my, my head out of the clouds. Mom would say the probability of Gunner and me meeting would be practically nil. Oh, well, can I dream? I think I will keep this little dream of mine to myself. That I love seeing something that you like. She wrote this. Yes. And thought, no friggin' way. No friggin' way am I ever going to meet them. I'm going to write this down. And then to be able to go back to it and be like, you know what? Wait a minute. Younger me. We made it happen. It's going to happen for you. About 10 years later, my dream came true. I found out that Nelson, and by the way, I was reading her um, from her actual journal, their pictures. About 10 years later, my dream came true. I found out that Nelson brothers were scheduled to play at the Springfield Arts Festival in my hometown. It was a last minute plan to attend. I was going through my dissolution at the time. One of my friends convinced me to attend. My then husband had no interest, so I went by myself, caught up with my friend, and saw that my aunt and uncle were there as well. We all enjoyed the music that night. Matthew and Gunner played some of their songs along with a lot of their dads. Oh, that's nice. Do you know who their dad is? Ricky Nelson. It's it's the Nelson guy. Ricky Nelson, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say something that was not going to come across sounding very nice they look just like him oh the old one yeah the older one yes the old guy nelson now i believe he he passed away when they were just kids i believe i could be wrong on that but um yeah okay brooke's gonna look it up after the show there was an opportunity to meet the brothers i debated on that and my friend convinced me to stay so i got in the line to meet matthew and gunner i didn't have any paper for them to sign but i had a hoodie with me when it was my turn to meet them, I asked them to sign my hoodie. Gunner looked at me and asked if I was sure. I said, yes, please. So Gunner drew an amazing portrait of him and Matthew. I freaking love it. I freaking love it. Look at it. You guys have to go on the website and look at it. Like, I feel like I remember him doing those drawings. Like, I feel like it was in like super teen or something. Um, it, says, it says Nelson was here. Was so cool. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And their father died in 1985. Oh, so I was way wrong. So they were teenagers, young men. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was way wrong. For some reason, I thought he died early, but I was way wrong. Gunner's autograph is on the left. Matthew's is on the right. Gunner wrote the message to me. My friend took our picture. Such a cool picture. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, my really gosh. Is. That's a great picture. So cool. They look the same, just have short hair. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> I, deci- I decided to get a CD and went back in line to get another set of autographs. The line was short because Springfield is a small city and this festival attracts many locals. Very cool. On 9-20-2020, Nelson did their first virtual show, and of course I got a ticket. I emailed the venue to thank the Nelsons for their meet and greet from 2011 and to wish them a happy birthday. At the end of the show, Matthew gave me a shout out. Julie from Columbus. I was so thrilled. That's amazing. So to all of those out there who still dream to meet their favorite singer, don't give up on your dreams. They do come true. Mine, I'm going to get emotional. Mine have. Thank you for reading my story. I appreciate it. Warmest regards, Julie from Ohio. And the reason why I'm getting emotional is because never in my wildest dreams would I have ever thought the things that have happened to us would ever happen. Right. Ever. When I was listening to 98 Degrees on repeat in my room, I never thought I'd actually meet Jeff Timmons. 
let alone via do Zoom a podcast episode with him. Right. I mean, right. what? What? And, and, and let's crazy. not even get into Joey McIntyre because that, if I were, I wonder what, I wonder what my reaction would have been if, like, future me approached little Nikki. First of all, little Nikki, little, little Nikki no. would be scared that future Nikki came. That number one, that little would Nikki be. Little would be scared to death. And little Nikki would also then say, um, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, really. Little sure. Nikki would not have believed it. Little no. Nikki would have would have wanted to. I would been like, "You're a hologram. You don't know. You're not. You're not real. You're not telling me the truths." So, <laughs> yeah, Julie. Julie, what an amazing story. I'm you. so glad that your dreams came true, and I really appreciate you taking the time to write the story and send it to us because what a great story and. I'm it just going to put lot. it out there. And I hope love it. I hope that they come on the podcast. I've got I've this wall. These walls are a, a vision board. Have I explained this to you? I'm kind treating of, these like a vision board, but also like so. I have um, Will Wheaton up here because I'd like to have him on the podcast. I would love to have him on the podcast. Um, I also I feel have, like he would come on the podcast. I also have Robin Lively. Because I'd love, I would to, love have to have her on, her on the podcast. podcast. Um, Debbie Gibson's up there. Because obviously would I would love, love to, have, to her. have her on the podcast. Do you have David Faustino up there? You do. Or you have one to put up. I know I, you do. I have one to put up. Don't worry. He is going to be represented. Don't yes. worry. Um, yes. And then, of course, I have like Joey Lawrence. Again, I have all of, of 98 Degrees, a huge poster of 98 Degrees, which I freaking love. I absolutely love that poster. And, and then I have people that were already on, like Color Me Bad. I have Mar- Mark Calderon. I have Tommy Page, because I would have loved to have him on the podcast. Just saying. Mm, yeah. I love Tommy Page. Also, Corey Haim. I was a huge Corey Haim fan. Huge. Loved Corey Haim. Loved him. And then I watched the two Corys, and that was really hard to watch. And it really was. Now he's gone. That's my office so far. I will do some like progression pictures, like of of how the wall comes together. So yeah, you I should have, do that. I have a huge Backstreet Boys poster to put up, which is amazing. They're all like laying down on the ground, and like in a you circle. should do progression pictures and make a TikTok of it when you're done. Ooh, okay. well let's face it it will never be done no it won't because we'll yeah. always be evolving it however will. you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean all right you want to read the all next right. story i'll read the next one all right this is jenny and karen's mark Wahlberg adventure hi nikki and brooke i hope that both of you are doing well thank you for all that you do we're so grateful for your podcast that helped out bh that helped our BH familia grow even closer. This story is about an adventure that Karen and I took to Columbus, Ohio to Mark Wahlberg's dealership in Columbus um, for the grand opening of his Buick GMC and RV trailer dealerships. Hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I drive a Buick. I used to drive a I, GMC. I drive a Buick. My husband still does drive a GMC. Hey, Mark Wahlberg. I'll buy them from you next time. I'm definitely uh, getting another Encore. I freaking love you? my car. I love my car <laughs> so much. I love it, love it, love it. And I drove today. You did? Yeah. I drove That's today. That's great. I know. I haven't driven. You- uh, it's been at least six months since I've driven. Has it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah unfortunately Remember the time you came and picked me up and it was like raining really hard yes <laughs> that was probably about six months ago probably longer actually yeah because i've had my um, car for over a year yes you have so yes it has no it's been really long because that was before i got mine that was probably the last time i drove alone oh my gosh yeah well i was just gonna ask did you drive alone today no no kevin no. was in the car but I drove and I drove through tra- traffic at John Baptist, which is like nerve wracking. 
Wow. That's huge for you. So it was a big deal. I'm kind yeah. of a big deal today. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That reminds me of Kevin. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this story originally began with both of us planning to make a road trip to St. Charles, Illinois, to in order to attend the grand opening of Donnie's New Wahlburgers restaurant on Tuesday, July 14th, 2020. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to say this week. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt your story, Jenny, but I totally remembered. So remember when I was saying that I'm really excited about St. Patrick's Day because this time, because I got my ancestry DNA, I actually am Irish. So I like can fully celebrate. Okay. Yeah. Katie sent me a long sleeved shamrock shirt because she's full on. She's Irish. So yeah. she sent it to me and has a big shamrock on the front because she well, was excited cool. that I would be able to to celebrate St. Patrick's did Day. Did I tell you, did I tell you that the same thing happened to me? No. When I did mine? My no. whole family. This was, the, I mean, this was, the, it's been probably three years since we've done it. It's been a while. I would always ask but, my mom, am I Irish? And she'd be like, no. None of us knew we were Irish. Nope. None of us knew we were Irish. We were Italian. Oh. And I, I mean, we have some Italian, but Irish is like, we are mostly Irish. Like, Same. I am mostly Irish. Same. I had no idea. So, like, I just had no idea ever. But now I I am. And I, I, I don't really think about it. <laughs> Do you know I what know I mean? I know that was really off topic, but I was like really excited to get that because I I immediately opened it. (laughs) Well, that's cool. I was like, oh, she remembered that I'm excited to be Irish on St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) I never, I never connected the two. Like I never connected the two to that St. Patrick's Day is like Irish. I know it is. I'm not stupid. Right. I have shamrocks on my desk at work, but that's, that's. That's funny. It is very festive. They're very, they're glittery. They're glittery shamrocks. Oh, I love it. I'm so je- I sorry, have Jenny. A leprechaun hat. Oh, what, what? I don't wear it. Okay. Because <laughs> I would want a picture of that if you were wearing but it I, at your desk. But I hang it off of the new like plexiglass things that are on yeah. my desk between me and the world. I hang it off the corner of it. I like that. Tip of the you hat should, to you. You should decorate your plexiglass. I do. That's what I have the shamrocks on. The oh, glittery shamrocks. Very cool. Um, sorry, right, Jenny. I will, I will sorry. continue the story. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, we learned on Friday, July 10th, 2020, that the grand opening had been delayed. Sad face. We were disappointed, but understood it was best to wait until it was safer for all of us to attend this event. We both decided that we both needed to still take this time off work for some much needed rest and relaxation. Both of us have been working our tails off during the COVID-19 pandemic and had both earned this time off. We earned this shit. Yes. Only she didn't write the bad word. She wrote SH asterisk asterisk. The next few days passed. I was happy to have this time off work to catch up on household chores and not have to rush off to work on Monday morning. Karen was taking the time to visit family as she hadn't been able to visit them much at all the past few months. Monday morning, I still woke up around 5.45 a.m. and decided to still get up and be productive. Well, that was my plan anyway, lol. I watched part one and two of Donnie's new episode of Very Scary People, enjoying my coffee, and moved around my house like a sloth until about 10 a.m. I then showered, accomplished a few things, and balanced my checkbook. Wow, that's great. Yeah. I I don't even keep a checkbook. Me either. With many squirrel moments i finally completed yeah, squirrel, this task like squirrel squirrel oh i get it okay yeah, with many yeah. squirrel squirrel yeah. moments i get it now thanks i finally completed this task around 3 p.m i then took a break to check my social media accounts upon doing so i saw a post that changed the course of the next 24 hours of my life <laughs> upon checking instagram i saw a post from mark Wahlberg chevrolet that the next day wednesday july 14th they would be holding an event. This event would be a job fair with the Wahlburgers truck being present and the first thousand people would get a food voucher. This was all to start at 11 a.m., less than 24 hours away. 
I quickly took a screenshot of the post and sent it to my friend Karen. While waiting for Karen to reply, I realized how much I would have to do before leaving for this event early the next morning in order to be there around the time it began. Travel notifications on my credit cards, ensure a friend could take care of my house and cats if I decided to stay overnight, notify my supervisor, pack for the trip, clean up my car, then pack trip items in the car, drink, snacks, etc. Fill up my gas tank and pick up pre-made sandwiches for the trip. Also finish cleaning my house and vacuum. I always like to come home to a clean house from a trip. Me too, Same. but I don't usually do that. I know, me either. <laughs> Things are usually, it shits everywhere. All in disarray. Yes. From a my twister of activity as I leave out the door. Right. Same. I completed everything around 9 p.m. and breathed a sigh of relief. I got it all done on short notice. I heard back from Karen and she confirmed she could make this trip with me. Done. BH road trip. Columbus, Ohio, here we come. I set my alarm for 12 a.m. to be on the road by 3 a.m. That was my plan anyway. LOL. I couldn't sleep and didn't. I'd almost be asleep and a squirrel would happen and I'd be out of my bed to accomplish XYZ task for my trip. One more thing to bring, etc. I left my house around 3.30 a.m. and met Karen in Wytheville, Virginia around 6.45 a.m. This location is two hours from our house, but on my way there, so it was a perfect meeting spot. We were blessed with good weather on the way there and arrived there around 12 noon, also during the event and trip home. There wasn't much of a line at the Wahlburgers food truck, nor was the dealership very busy. This continued the entire time that we were there and actually reduced as time went on. I'm sure one of the many reasons for giving short notice of this event was to reduce the amount of people that would attend. Though the employees claimed to not know if any of the brothers would show up, we knew better than to accept this and leave. LOL. We're both experienced enough to know that unless it's officially announced they would be there, that the employees will claim to not know any information about their attendance. I mean, why would at least Mark not show up to the grand opening of his new dealership? We took our time checking out the inside of the dealership, merch stand, etc. before obtaining our food vouchers. The food did not disappoint, and it was so exciting to visit the Wahlburgers truck. I miss Wahlburgers so much. Uh, me too. Brooke, when this is all over, we're going to take going, a day trip. We're going to Wahlburgers. And I'll even drive part of the way. It might really? take us a day to get there, but. Maybe I'll drive. Okay. <laughs> we also learned that this was the Wahlburgers truck that was featured in the Wahlburgers episode. Hey. Hey. I was there. I know someone that starred in that episode. Hey. I wonder who it was. I wonder. It was Kevin. <laughs> he had a speaking role. He did. He did. <laughs> the very Wahlburgers truck that poor Paul made a trip in that seemed to be so uncomfortable. We had already decided that we would hang out and wait for any of the brothers to show up if oh, they were not, not the already same there truck. when we arrived Maybe it's not there. the same truck. Sorry. Maybe it's oh, not maybe the same not. truck. Yeah. Um, we then discussed if we should move my car for a better opportunity to catch them when they arrived or stay put. Ultimately, we decided to stay put. This turned out to be the best choice. After finishing our food, we hung out in our car, which remaining situ... I'm going to start that over. After finishing our food, we hung out in our car while remaining situationally aware of events going on in and around the dealership slash Wahlburgers truck. Time passed and we did see silver Mercedes vans come and go. Though they were not black, we knew these were likely Mark's vans. Around three and a half hours pass. It was now around 4.30 p.m. and we start to notice things, even before the silver Mercedes vans came back. We noticed a camera guy positioned, someone holding a microphone, and people beginning to gather on the other side of the dealership. The vans then show up and we begin to gather our items to move to where others and the cameras are at. While beginning to do this, we noticed a small group of people walking towards the entrance of our, on our side of the building. We're both trying to make out if one of the individuals is Mark, and I quickly recognize him from afar. I'm not 100% sure, so I hesitate to wave, but he noticed Karen and I and waved at us. Yep, Ooh. that happened. We gather our things and head inside. We make our way to the service center where the other fans and Mark were. Thankfully, there were only about 20 people total. Yes, only about 20 people. Wow. That. That does sound crazy. Mm -hmm. And as she goes on to say, sounds crazy, but it was probably due to the short notice of the event and people not willing or able to stick around and wait for any of them to show up. Mark kept his distance, allowing the dealership personnel to answer questions during an interview, then came up to take pictures with us. We patiently waited our turn. Then Mark announced he had to move on. Thankfully, Karen piped up voicing that we had driven from North Carolina and Virginia in order to attend this event. 
he then said he would take a picture with us. Time went in slow motion and we took pictures with him, keeping six feet away. Though this was hard to do, it's what has to be done right now. True. Mark was kind and looked good as always. I bet he did look good. I bet he did. Feel the I sense that he was <laughs> I sense that he was stressed about the threat of COVID-19 and maybe tired from his trip. Like the other members of the Wahlberg family, he tends to wear his emotions on his sleeve and it's trans and is transparent. He wasn't as friendly as he usually is, but with all things considered of what may be affecting his mood, this was 100% understandable. We were thankful that he was there despite what may have been bothering him. He then moved into onto his new RV dealership portion. We patiently waited until others had left the area, small area, so we could have a chance to check it out. It's a small RV dealership right now, but I'm sure that it will grow. Mark was conducting an interview for his commercial, so we kept our distance. The commercial is now published on the Mark Wahlberg Chevrolet Facebook page and posted on Wednesday, July 15th, 2020. That was the day before we um, had Joey McIntyre on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the second video that was posted on their Facebook page on July 15th. Karen and I are in the first few seconds of that video. Oh, fun. After this, we make our merch purchases and obtain a second food voucher for the Wahlburgers food truck. The gentleman at the merch stand was super nice and made the experience that much better. After obtaining our second Wahlburgers meal, awesome. Can I just say I would love to have Wahlburgers twice in one day? Me too. P.S. Especially right now, I'm hungry. Oh my god, I want to melt so bad. (laughs) After obtaining our second Wahlburgers meal, awesome conversation with the Wahlburgers employee in the truck, final pictures of the truck, etc., we headed back to my car. It was now around 6 p.m. Being from Michigan and and having a love of Meyer's store, I knew that Meyer carries the Blondie's drink. Meyer is mainly found in Michigan, Ohio, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Kentucky. We found the nearest Meyer store, stocked up on blondies, filled up my gas tank, and headed back to Psy Reality, aka Normal Life. It was now Ooh. around 7 p.m. I dropped Karen off in Wifeville, Virginia, around midnight and continued on my way back home. I arrived back at my house around 3:30 a.m., nearly exactly 24 hours after I left my house. This was all after being awake since 5.45 a.m. on Monday. Yikes. You read that right. I finally crawled into my bed about an hour later, exhausted but with a full heart. It felt amazing to travel again and escape reality again, even if just for 24 hours. I will never take the ability and freedom to travel for granted again. This trip was amazing, and I can't wait to experience future trips. Live. Make memories. Oh, that was awesome, Jenny. Thank you so much. And I'm looking at these pictures. They're amazing. They really are. Jenny is such a globetrotter. She is. I mean, it's like she is She is always down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. That's awesome. So awesome. And she, like, shortly before this or after this, she sent us, a, like a like, a nice little box. And it had Wahlburgers mask and it had more, yes. more blondies that I had during the holidays because <laughs> why not? Why and not? It was just awesome. She sent us all that stuff. So Jenny, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing you for your sharing. story yes. and your stories in the past right. and yes. for being, uh, being you, being cool. Yeah. Listening and and thank you. Doing all the globe trotting. Yes, we love it. So again, thank you. This uh story is from Joy and it is her misadventures in babysitting. I want to hear all the babysitting stories. I've got some babysitting stories of my own. We'll probably have to say I don't have very many episode. But um, I have some pretty good babysitting stories. So let's do an episode on babysitting stories. Send them to us at my whatever at gmail.com. Oh, Send yeah. us your babysitting stories. Maybe we can even let's, do a graphic yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah, that would be cool. Hi, Nikki and Brooke. As a teenage girl, I never had a real job, but I did do a lot of babysitting. At the going rate of a dollar an hour. Well, that's probably what it was yeah you're right regardless regardless of how many kids yikes i had to do a lot to keep up with my nkotb obsession lol time frame was between 1985 and 1990 
I absolutely love to babysit. I loved kids and it was fun for me most of the time, but I did have a, have a couple really scary misadventures in babysitting. Ooh, Ooh, scary ones. To give a little backstory about me, I grew up with three older brothers. I was the baby and the only girl. So to say I was spoiled was probably an understatement. Because of this, I was never really taught basic life skills, cooking, laundry, etc. Joy, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. My mom just, it was just easier for my mom to do it. Like she was like, she'd just be like, it's just easier for me to do it. Just let me do it. So, <laughs> and things were done for me because it was, hey, because it was just easier for my mom. <laughs> She said exactly what I just said. <laughs> they didn't have babysitting courses like they do now. I took one at the Y. So same. Things, so things I probably, I think we took it together. Maybe. Pretty sure I, we did. I never really babysat, but. They do now. So I probably should have known to do. I did not. And hey, what do you expect for a dollar an hour? Exactly. <laughs> the first misadventure involved three boys, ages seven, five, and two. I loved those boys and I watched them often. One winter evening, I was set to babysit. The mom left macaroni and cheese for me to cook for dinner for the boys. I had never made or cooked anything at that point. I was 15. So I tried to follow the directions. Epic fail. I put the cheese sauce in before I drained it. So most of the flavoring left when I drained it. Oh, you don't, you didn't know. Right. And then the macaroni came out very chewy and rubbery. I wasn't going to eat it. Gross. But I gave it to the boys. The five-year-old and two-year-old gobbled it down. The seven-year-old tried, but God love him. He said, Miss Joy, you're a really good cook, but I'm just not hungry tonight. Oh, my God. God what a boy. What a sweetheart. I whispered to him that I knew it was gross and that I would fix him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner. A great big smile came over his face. Bless his little heart. He was hungry, but he w- wanted to spare my feelings. That's sweet. That's so sweet. Later that night, an ice storm came through. The mom called me and said they had gone out of town and that it was not safe for them to travel back due to the storm. They were going to stay overnight and I would stay with the boys. I had stayed with them in the summer many, many times overnight. So this wasn't really new for me. The family lived here in the country and their primary source of heat was kerosene. They didn't use kerosene in it though. They used gas. They kept a gas container on the front porch. They had told me it would probably run out, but that the seven-year-old knew how to refill the tank and to have him refill it before we went to bed. I'd never been around a kerosene heater except at their house, but I had not stayed the night during the winter where it would need to refill it. The seven-year-old went out and got the gas and filled the tank and brought it in. He went to get the matches and I noticed he had spilled gas on his hands. Oh gosh. I made him go wash his hands. He came back and let the match and poof the flame went high above the heater luckily it was in the middle of the floor and not near anything when he went to put the tank in he had spilled a few drops in the part where you light it i panicked i didn't know what to do i yelled for the five-year-old to hold the two-year-old back and then i did the only thing i could think of and started blowing on the flame i would blow the flame would go down i would inhale and the flame would return By the third breath, I was coughing and could no longer blow. The seven-year-old went to find a fire extinguisher as soon as he saw the flame. I didn't know where he had gone. As I was coughing, he brings me the fire extinguisher. I took it and started to squeeze. Nothing happened. He yelled, pull the pin, Miss Joy. I'd never been taught and didn't know how to use a fire extinguisher. I pulled the pin and squeezed. That extinguisher had just enough pressure in it to deliver one shot, and that's all it took. It put the fire out. I gathered the boys and we prayed and thanked God for keeping us safe. The seven-year-old said, we should try to light it again because it's really cold. I said, oh no, we're going to get all the blankets and we're going to cuddle up together. We're not touching that thing again. About 10 minutes later, the phone rang and it was the mom. She said she had just had an uneasy feeling and felt the need to call. Mom's sense is never wrong. I told her we were all okay, but told her what happened. She was fine with it and said we could light it again and it would probably be okay. Um, no, thank you. We survived and she continued to have me watch her boys, which I was glad for because I really love those boys. And I had a special bond with each of them. That was just one misadventure. Of course, I didn't, I didn't advertise my misadventures to other families. (laughs) 
Another misadventure took place when I was a senior in high school. I was 17. My English teacher had four children. One was a year older than me, and they had just taken him, taken him off to college a few weeks prior. The second boy was a year younger than me, but he had soccer practice that evening. The third boy was in third grade and the little girl was in kindergarten. I was to watch the third grader and the kindergartner. The third grader had asked me if he could ride his bike around the neighborhood. I wasn't familiar with the neighborhood, so I told him he could ride around the block, but he had to check in with me each time he went around. I was outside with the little girl, but if I were to go inside, he would need to check in with me before he went around again. He went around a couple times and made sure that I saw him before going again on his third trip around. The little girl had to go to the bathroom, of course. I went inside with her and thought he would come inside before he went again, like I had asked. She finished and we went back out. The little boy didn't come and didn't come and didn't come. I began to walk up and down the street with a little girl in hand calling for him. I didn't want to leave the blocks as I was afraid that he might come by while I was on the other side of the block. All along, the little girl kept saying, well, I guess we just lost another kid <laughs> because they had just taken oh. her oldest brother to college. <laughs> At that, I okay, began to cry. Oh. But I would have been. I would have yes. been nervous, but that's that's cute. It had been a half an hour since I'd seen him, and this was a city block that took less than 10 minutes to ride around. I went back to the house and called my mom. I wasn't sure how long a kid could be missing before you called the police. My mom said to, to not call, and she would come over and help me look for him. I hung up with her, and in comes this kid to a very free, frantic teenage girl. I was a sobbing mess. I hugged him tight and then probably yelled at him, Where were you? He had gone into a friend's house to play Nintendo, but then someone told him I was yelling for him and down the street. So he thought he better come home. He kept saying, please stop crying. I sent him to his room. I did tell his parents what happened when they got home. They apologized to me over and over, though. It was not their fault. He is a grown man now with a family of his own. But to this day, I still call him my little lost boy. He just laughs. Well, those are a couple of my memorable misadventures in babysitting and why I'll never allowed teen girls to watch my own babies <laughs> love you both joy joy i love uh -huh. you so much she that was, on was the awesome joy she was on the live the other night oh she was yeah when i did a um cool. when i did a live on tiktok, TikTok? yeah that's awesome yeah. so that's a, those were some awesome misadventure stories i'm glad everything yes. turned out okay me too gosh gosh i am um, gosh darn it i had i won't get into the stories but i used to babysit these two boys and they were they just did not listen to me like at all but it was good money so i continued to do it yeah but, like like didn't listen to me and i and, and so i just didn't do anything and so when their parents were like well why isn't this done i'm like your boys don't listen to me so you know i'm not <laughs> right. gonna like what am i gonna do you know, I sent right. them to their room. So, and I'm sure that wasn't a punishment because they had like TVs in their room and stuff. So, right. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, that was, so um, that was awesome. That was that. Thank you, Joy. And again, you guys, if you have babysitting stories, send them in to my so called whatever at gmail.com. Maybe we can have a whole babysitting episode. That would be so fun. That would so be fun. fun. That would be awesome. You can talk about the time. I'd you love it. Babysat. That would be so fetch. <laughs> I have babysat, I think, twice. I babysat. Oh, really? Really? I was not a babysitter. Even though I took the babysitting course, I was not a babysitter. I, I was not a good a babysitter. Nope. I babysat a lot. Nope. I liked babysitting for older kids because most of the time they had Nintendos and we would just play Nintendo all day. Because I didn't have Oh, one. perfect. So, yeah. All so, right. That's it. Thanks, that's guys. All, that's it. That's all. And, uh, yeah. Send your stories. Please we want to hear them. Please do. And, uh, again, come follow us on TikTok. Because yeah. it's a party over there. It sure is. It's a party is. over here. It's a party over there. I didn't know so Corey Haim was Canadian. I did not know that. I'm just looking right now. Because I Googled him because I wanted to see like what year he died because I couldn't remember. Yeah. And um, he's a Canadian actor. Oh, 
I don't know if I knew that or not. I feel like I probably would have read that at some point, but I don't, I forget. Yeah. I probably knew it. I just probably. I'm sure you did. Yeah. I'm sure you did. Cause like you've seen like true Hollywood story and those types of things. Like I used to have, remember the stats page that they would have like a team beat or whatever they'd have you fill out. Yep. That said like, I used to have that on my wall of Corey Haim. So Canada must have come up. Uh, Yeah. It must've been on that stats list somewhere. It must've been there. So you want to hear something cool? Oh, oh sure. So I got some new magazines today. I'll open them. Oh, wait. Are these on. ones that you were telling me about? No, those were other ones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> these ones I got a Summer Spectacular, Luscious Luke Perry and Jason Priestley pinups. Hey. Ooh la la. Luscious. It's got, That's in um, really nice condition. It's in, it's in like excellent condition. The Party versus NKOTB. Who rules pop? I mean, I mean, I loved the party, but the, is that even a question? It's that's not a fair. That's not a fair side by side. Not even a little bit. No. And then, oh my God, look! Look us on the back. It's nothing. I can't live without your love and affection. This one's definitely going up. This one's definitely going up. And this one is called Hot Gorgeous Guys Sizzling Secrets. Again, it's the party Ooh, and new kids and Nelson. And then this one is Vanilla Ice. Yeah, word to your mother. A value pack of wall size pinups. Vanilla Ice, People's Choice Award winner. A special Rock Heroes Presents Souvenir issue. Okay. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. So, oh my God, it's an enormous poster of Vanilla Ice. Oh, yeah, because like, that like, like holds out even more. It's like, look, I mean, that's only that's half of it. Wow. What's on the other side? <clears throat> I always hated like, oh, new kids on the other side. So, sorry, Vanilla. I'm sorry. I'd like to have you on the podcast too. Maybe vanilla? I will. Maybe I will put vanilla ice up. Maybe I will. You should. He'd be good to have on the podcast Cause, too. Yeah, because I um, have a lot of new kids. So, but anyway, those are my magazines. I've been bet- buying magazines because I love them and I read them, and it's fun. They're awesome. So that's that, and that's the episode. Thank you guys. Yeah, for thank you and for being here. Send us your yeah. stories. My so called whatever at gmail.com. Yes, and I'll be loving. Nope, nope, nope. We'll be loving you forever. Forever. Forever, friends. That's what we are. All right. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye.